intersection of good drinks, good music, and good times. This is Hops and Spirits Bar Conversations. I'm, <clears throat> I'm excited for this one. We've got a fun guest. It's someone that I discovered, I think, back in the spring. I was super excited when I could get him on the podcast. But before all that, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media at Hop Spirits and like our and follow our group on Facebook, Bourbon and Country Music, where you can get a little bit of extra fun and updates there. But please welcome in. He's a country singer-songwriter in his debut EP. Country Back is out now. Just dropped, I think, last Friday. Welcome in, Scoot Teasley. Thank you, man. Thank you. Well, Scoot, it's fun to have you on. I'm, I'm, I didn't put this in my rundown, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Is Scoot a nickname, first name? How does, what, what do we got going on there? Yeah, so um, it's a nickname, but it's also like a nickname that I've been known by all my life. So when I was a baby, my uh, dad named me Scoot because he couldn't hold me, and I used to scoot out of his hands. And it kind of just <laughs> stuck. So now my whole hometown, they always knew me as Scoot, and now the whole world does, I guess. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we'll get into into some of that a little bit later about how your career's kind of taken off in the last year or so, but this is called Bar Conversations. I know I think you're behaving yourself tonight, but I, I'm not. Um, so I got a little Castle and Key restoration rye. Uh, what's your <laughs> go-to go-to drink these days? What do you like to drink? Um, I'm a big IPA guy, so um, my favorite IPA is the Tropicalia made by Creature Comforts in Athens, and whenever I'm not drinking IPAs, I'm normally just a simple vodka soda guy. Nothing crazy. I like it. So, so just IPAs all for the most part. Never dabble in any of the other, other, other beers, or just kind of stay to the, the tried and true. Uh, I like to try all of them, um, but that was just my favorite. I've been like ever since I could drink, it's been always that one. So it's like all reliable oh. to me. <laughs> hey, nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with that. And. Uh, you're, you're a Georgia, Georgia boy by nature. Um, what impact did growing up there have on you? Um, honestly, I love being from Georgia and especially like small town Georgia. I grew up in Tacoa in Northeast Georgia, um, around the border of South Carolina. And so my whole family's from there, all my cousins and uncles and everybody. So really that um, sense of family that I always felt there um, is basically a whole community raising me up, all, like, all my parents and my parents' uh, friends were my teachers and all that good stuff. So it's just a big community and family-centered place there. Well, I was going to say, I think I, I saw even on your uh, Instagram that you got to go back to your elementary school and, and be part of career day. Like, I mean, it's a tight-knit community, right? Yeah, I did. Um, that was that was really cool for me. Uh, I it happened very soon. I wasn't really expecting to be going for career day as um, early as I was, but um, it was really cool. I got to play for the kids and um, got to talk to them about you know chasing your dreams and you can do it. Like you can even if someone says you can't do music, you can do music. So that was really cool for me. 
Well, and, and you touched on, you know, kind of just the community in Georgia. You also, I'm guessing, are uh, got a little bit of love for, for um, you know, Georgia football because you released the, the perfect season and you pretty much actually called that perfect season <laughs> as well. <laughs> I know, man. Yeah, that was that was uh, probably the most craziest thing that's happened to me so far. <laughs> um, it's really cool because we wrote that song. Um, we went in, we didn't really know what we were gonna write about, and I was. They were like, you know, well, let's just write a song about Georgia. And we we're like, all right. And then we got on the perfect season train. I was like, all right, guys, we gotta like, I don't know, but like, we gotta tread lightly with this. And <laughs> it, we we ended up releasing it like before the first playoff game. And that's when Georgia um, was very neck and neck to Ohio State um, in that playoff game. And then Ohio State, by the grace of God, missed the field goal. So I I thought I ruined the whole thing, but ended up You thought you were the so jinx all really of a cool. sudden. <laughs> I did. I really did. <laughs> But 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 in hindsight, you 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 called it perfectly, and I'm guessing you're a big sports fan. Uh, you got the perfect season, and then the top with the Braves. I mean, I'm guessing you you just enjoy a little bit of sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew up. Um, I played every single sport. I I tried to play every single sport at least. I played. I would go from baseball to uh, football in the fall, and then uh, basketball in the winter, and it was just a cycle for. 12, 13 years, so I had to pick one or two and just focus on it. But um, I also played soccer one year. I was on um, the golf team my ninth grade year of high school. Um, so I've tried to do everything. <laughs> now, now, do you still keep keep up with any, uh, you know, playing a little bit here and there of any of those, or are you just full-time music right now? Yeah, so um, – I have a I have some downtime on my, or some free time on my hands uh, every now and then, and there's a part three course like right down the road from my house, so I go up there a lot and try to work on the short game. It's getting there, but still got some work to do. <laughs> nice, nice. See, see, I'm jealous. I, I think I I grew up playing golf. I think I played twice last year. I'm hoping this year's a little bit. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got to get out there. So I was gonna say, you know, you splitting time between Georgia and Nashville. I mean, do you really get to do a lot of stuff? Get to have fun? Do do anything during downtime? Or are you staying busy these days? Um, I'm pretty busy, honestly. But uh, shows take up some of my weekends, so I do that most most on the weekends. But during the week, um, like I said, I normally go play like the part three a couple times, and then. Um, it's starting to warm up a little bit, so I'll start fishing more. And I, I did that a lot last summer. I fished a lot, but um, I'll probably start doing that again here soon. I like it. I like it. It seems like you got a good way to relax and get away from the craziness of of this industry. Uh, now, did you find did you find music in church? Is that where everything kind of started for you? Yeah. So um, I grew up playing drums, um, and I've been playing drums since I was like three or four years old. And the cool thing about it, um, I used to take drumsticks to church with me. And while everyone was singing and everything, I would just start, I would just drum on the pews. And um, so that's really what like started it. And I remember all the songs 
um, from church and had like this little bitty like plastic drum set and I'll just come back home and like sing out the songs we played and I'll just be playing on the drums. So that really like sparked my interest with music, honestly, because that was like my first love, honestly, just drums, playing drums. I was going to say, so you played drums first, then when did the singing come into it all? Uh, so I, I was playing drums at um, my church. Uh, this was my senior year of high school. So my senior year of high school, I had to take an, an elective class because I had like everything else was done. So I saw that I, the school was offering a guitar class. It was the first year with the guitar class. I was like, that'd be kind of cool. I'm going to, I'm going to take guitar class. Uh, I took guitar class and I learned how to play guitar. Well, not really learned how to play, but I learned how to get by, learned the bare minimum. And people at church were like, we've heard you like mess around and sing around here and you know how to play guitar. So just like go up there and sing, sing and play guitar. So I was like, all right. Um, I started doing that. And then I really like, loved uh singing and playing guitar and all that stuff and i started making tiktoks and just kind of kept snowballing from there now i'm here well i was gonna say so clearly growing uh, growing up in a church and being able to kind of perform there definitely had a pretty big impact on you then musically Mm -hmm, for sure it was a big part of this whole thing now, what music did you grow up on? Because obviously I know a lot of people can trace roots back to church, but I also read where two Kentucky guys where I'm from or, or live now, Chris Stapleton and Tyler Childers, had a big impact on you. Mm-hmm. So I grew up like just a big old melting pot. I grew up on gospel, R&B, country, every every single like genre. It was just all mixed in. And um, when I first started learning about Chris Stapleton, I really fell in love with his voice and also fell in love with the way that he um, made music because to me it kind of felt very soulful and kind of had the gospel feel to it while also like staying country and staying in that lane. And um, I, I love the way that Tyler Childers could paint a story and like you could see, like you could envision yourself in this song, like what he's doing, what he's talking about. and. That's really why I fell in love with those two guys. So they really, they helped a lot with the whole writing music and just how you should try to make someone feel while they're listening to your music. Well, I think you're you're hitting that on, on the spot with what you've been able to put out and what I've been able to hear. Were there any other artists that you just kind of always fall back to and listen to from, from time to time? Um, I got to say Darius Rucker. He was one of... And also FGL, they, them, those two were like one of the, two of the first um, people, like country guys that I really like got to listen to by myself and not just like listen to what everybody else was playing. Those were the first two that I really got to dive in by myself, yeah. Now, now we talk, I, I mentioned this at the beginning, how, how far you've kind of come in a short amount of time and just seeing the work you put in you know, from last year to, you know, 2023, you shared a post with your Spotify numbers for those two years. How surreal was it to see that jump uh, and and just be like, wow, is this real? Man, that that morning, I don't even, I don't know how I felt. Um, I tried to, so I told myself I would stay away from looking at numbers because I feel like 
you can start comparing yourself and start trying to see what you can do differently to get different numbers and stuff like that. Um, but I woke up that morning and I knew that I saw people look at their or posting their wrapped and I was like, okay, I'll just go look at mine. And I saw that number and I was like, I don't even, that doesn't even look real. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. It just kind of, it felt good in a way because it, it made me feel like I was doing the right thing. Um, so it was a, I don't know, it's just still, it's still crazy to me, honestly. <laughs> Well, because, I mean, as, as people will see that, they'll be like, wow, it went, you know, you did, you, you put out a few songs, things went good, but they don't see all the behind the scenes of putting together those reels, putting together the songwriting sessions, the, the countless hours, you know, traveling to gigs and stuff, because, I mean, it's not as easy as it, as it sometimes looks. Right, yeah. So, yeah, it really, it really um, it made me feel like I was doing the right thing and that I wasn't doing any of this like it's not being wasted and there's people out there that really listens to it so it made me feel really good well and I'm, I'm guessing it made you your decision to kind of focus on music uh the right one and when did you decide to like make that your career choice and kind of go down that path and and see it through so um i got there was probably two videos that really um where there was the first one on tiktok that kind of blew up, it got like 70,000 views. And then there was one that got like 50,000. I was covering Tyler Childers, All Yorn. And um, that's when I was kind of like, I really, I feel like I really could do this. And I feel like I could um, make music that people can relate to. And I just kept trying to build that, build that up. And then some people came along and they were like, hey, are you, are you doing this as a joke or you want to do it for real? And I was like, do it for real. Like, I, I want to do this. Like, this is what I, I feel like this is what I was born to do. So that was really like the deciding factor. Like, I'm going to hone into this and just commit and go for it. Well, well, you haven't looked back and you kicked off this year. Um, like I said, I think just last week, uh, releasing your debut EP country back. What was it like to, to bring that to life finally? Man, that was, that's been a long time in the making. I think I wrote that song Country back um, almost two years ago. And um, it meant that EP means a lot to me because I feel like I could finally put out four songs that really like not only show what I write, but also shows like the message I'm trying to get across because there's also one outside cut on that EP that uh, Kissing the Hearts Goodbye. And I feel like that also like perfectly like said what I'm trying to say and is saying the right things. So it it like it means a lot. It um I don't really, it still doesn't even feel real, honestly. Um Well it hadn't even been a week, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't even been a full week yet. But yeah, it's just it's so cool to see all this stuff, like all this different songs that got put in it because they're all written at different times. And each song had its own like lifespan to where it could be two years. And there's also a song on there that we wrote like six months ago. So just cool to see it all come together. Well, and you've, you've gotten some really great feedback 
I know one of the songs that you kind of released before before the EP was This Truck Misses You, and uh, a guy I read pretty much weekly is Music Rose, uh, Robert Orman, and he he was like, you know, he gave you the Discovery Award that week, love that song, he's like, where's this guy been? I mean, how cool is it to mm-hmm. see people like him and others uh, just saying, singing your praises and, and saying that you've got a good future? Honestly, it's this, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It, like, I saw that and, I don't know, I was just kind of speechless. It just means the world to me. I feel like I can't say that enough. I can't say, like, how grateful I am for that. Um, it really makes, like, it feels like it makes it all worth it. Just, like, one one comment like that from a guy like that, It it just... I I love it. It just makes me feel very, very relieved and makes me feel like I'm doing the right things. Do you ever just like pinch yourself and go, am I awake? Is this a dream? (laughs) Yeah, all the time. (laughs) All the time. I got to always just take a step back and just like, whoa, this has happened really fast. And I just got to take it all in, try to take it all in as much as I can. Well, you had a, a cool thing, too. You recently filmed, the, the I think, the video for, for that song, uh, This Truck Misses You, and I believe Mother Nature got in on the action. Uh, what, was, what was the experience like uh, filming that and being able to put that out? That was an insane day. <laughs> that was a crazy day. Um, so we were, we were supposed to start, I think, like 30 minutes before, and um, we, were, we were delayed. And we were just, me and Randy, the guy who uh, filmed the video, he was like, you know, like, we can just go over here and shoot something cool, like, while we wait. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's do it. And it hadn't rained any before that. It was, uh, it was completely dry. And we started playing, we started going. And right when we hit the chorus, our, like, probably a couple seconds after the course, it just started sprinkling a little bit. I was like, all right, this is really, this is really cool. And then we got to the um, second verse. It started picking up a little bit and we got to the uh, second course. And then that's when it started like really kind of sprinkling, but not really like raining. And um, it looked really, really cool. And then right after the song, it ended and it didn't rain anymore. It was insane. Sounds like it was meant to be part of it all, right? I know it. Like, it had to be. It was. It was just insane. It was insane. I I, I love hearing that because I, I, you can just see it in your face, your voice, how much all this means to you right now, and just uh, how how cool all this is. And like I said, I think at the beginning, one of the first songs I heard from you was Moonshine. I think you released that in April of last year, um, and it really put me onto you and. You released a few other singles last year, uh, White uh, Cowgirl Boots, uh, Bottle Therapy, things like that. How did those kind of one-off songs kind of throughout the year come to be? Um, so uh, one thing about it is I, I really don't like um, writing songs and then not releasing them. So I feel like um, if I so you're, write a you're a little impatient. I know, that, I know at least... <laughs> Maybe even one person can relate to. Yeah, I get a little bit impatient. And I, I'm like, I know at least one person can relate to sitting on the couch and drinking after work. Or I know one person can relate to 
seeing a girl in white cowgirl boots because they're everywhere in the South. So it's like, even if it's just like relates to five people or 10 people, at least I reach those five people. So I try to try to get as much out there as I can, honestly. Well, I was going to say, I mean, when you hear those songs, you, you can really see yourself in those or see where you're, you're going. Cause like, as I wrote, you know, here, you, you definitely paint a picture with your lyrics and then hearing how, you know, Stapleton and Childers, you know, impacted you and that's kind of their style and stuff. Is that just what you're, you're hopeful for is to be able to have people just, you know, see themselves in your words? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's the goal for me. I, I try to, I try to write songs that people can relate to and, um, like the structure message you, I try to, we try to say stuff and say things that people, I know people like think or are going through, but just say it in a way that you don't really have to in- say it intentionally. You can just like, oh, I'm just going to put the blame on the truck and the truck's going to say it, even though it's me. It's just like, it's just, I love trying to let people um, like release their emotions in my songs. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just cool to me to write that way. And it's cool to see the feedback from it. It really is. Well, it's a, it's a clever way and it's not so cheesy or anything like that. It's like I said, it's just a clever way to, to do it. I mean, hat on the dash for, uh, you know, from, from the EP, just a clever way of, of things moving around in in life and um ha- has anyone ever come up to you and been like oh man that's i remember something exactly like that and you're like that was what i was hoping for <laughs> um i have had some uh some comments that are like uh i'm gonna send this song to this person because this is exactly how i'm feeling and i don't want to say i'm just gonna send the song so i'm like yes that's what we're that's what we're that's the goal <laughs> that's what we're trying to do we're trying to like just help you just help you like be in the song and be able to feel what like what you I want to be able to feel what people are going through and I want to be able to write stuff that people can relate to so that's it well like I said you're, you're doing a great job at that and this is one of my my, <clears throat> my favorite questions and I always feel like I, I'm putting folks on the spot in a good way uh what's your favorite song these days to perform live that's yours and then I'll, then then maybe someone else's that you might perform as well but what's your favorite song to perform of yours um, uh, I really like playing Moonshine, uh, that's normally what we close our show with, and it's a real, it's a fun song, it's just a fun song to play, but also Nothing On Me is also a fun, groovy song to play too, so, it's gotta be between those two, I just don't know which one it is. <laughs> I'll allow to, I'll allow to. Now, is there anyone else's song that you just like to perform, and and just for for whatever reason is just one that's always close to you. Um, I gotta. It's gotta. I don't know. It's gotta be maybe uh, head over boots. I know that's a good song. Like I love playing that song, and I love just seeing people dance to it. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Head over boots. I love seeing people vibe and grab someone to dance with, and everybody just singing together. Now, now, when the first time you heard someone sing your songs back to you, was that another pinch me moment? And like you're like, that can't be real. Yep, that was yeah. I think the first time was probably a month after I released Moonshine, so that was also very very early into this whole thing. 
So I'm just sitting at home and I get tagged in a TikTok and I'm like, oh, this kid's playing my song. This is kind of nuts. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy feeling for sure. Insane feeling. Well, I was going to say, you were doing covers and now people are doing covers of your music. Yeah, it, yeah. It is, it, yeah, it's just insane. It still doesn't feel real, I don't think. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's full circle. And, and you know, I know you, you put out the, the, your debut EP, but uh, you did a nice little tease on that post and said more, more music may be coming soon. So without getting yourself in trouble, more, <laughs> more music coming soon? <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been, I've been writing with some crazy, crazy talented people, and I've been, um, been writing a lot too. So I got, I think we're going to maybe do some collabs and maybe release some more singles with just a solo, but might be some collabs coming up and yeah, some solo stuff too. I like it. Leaving a little bit more tease. Don't want to give too much away. Keep people uh, checking out those socials and, and, and seeing what's happening and, and obviously you put out the EP to start the year. What else can folks expect from you in 2024? I'm guessing some shows and some other fun things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I like I said, I've been writing a lot, and we're about to go into this next couple months. We've got a lot, of, a lot of shows coming up, and I expect to release some, some more songs. I mean, we came out out the gate swinging. We dropped a single in January and then the EP in February. So we're going to keep that momentum going and I'm going to play some shows and play the songs live and hopefully release some more songs soon. I, I like it. I like it. It sounds like a, a lot to expect in, in 2024. And, you know, I, I'm going to actually, I guess this might be my last question. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But uh, EP album down the road, is that an ultimate goal? I, I mean, I know this day and age is a little different, but uh, is that an ultimate goal for you at some point? At some point, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know. It might be further on down the road, like late 2024 or early 2025, but it's going to happen sooner or later. So, yeah, <laughs> eventually it's going to, yeah. Oh, I like it. I like it. And then maybe, who knows, you'll get invited back to Career Day again and have a lot more to share with the kids. I know, right? That'll be that'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Scoot, man, this has been a blast. Like I said, I have I've really enjoyed your music, Moonshine. Like I said, it was the first one that caught my ear, and I've I've been listening ever since. And uh, keep up the good work, man. Thank you, man. I will, yes, sir. Find more from Hops and Spirits at hopspirits.com. Thanks, everybody. Bye.